Hey guys, welcome to the Detour Podcast. Uh, I'm solo at the moment. If he's got a couple of uh, internet issues going on, but uh, you know that's what you expect on the old Detour. It was a massive stage. There was huge crowds up Alp de Wes, uh on Bastille Day. They came out in force. We got to drive the final climb, and it, it was absolute chaos. Uh, before we get to you know some of the grabs before the stage. Uh, I want to send a big shout out to Warren and Jacinta. Uh, I got to meet them up on the climb. They're big detour fans. They, I said I'd give them a shout out. But what a fantastic ride from Thomas Pidcock. Uh, we said to Steve Cummings before the start, you know, what was the plan of attack today? He seemed pretty confident. Uh, so let's get straight now to the interviews from before the race and hopefully if his internet can get sorted before then. Steve Cummings, uh, we expected fireworks yesterday, but wow, what a stage. Went off, didn't it? <laughs> did, you, did you expect uh, Pogaccia to be so aggressive on that second last climb? Did I expect Pogaccia to be so aggressive? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. You know, like the last few years, he's been, been super strong, and um, uh, Jumbo did what I guess what we would have liked to have done. Um, they were super strong, and they. they Amazing, really. It was pretty cool to watch the how the race unfolded, but also our guys were really strong as well. You know, G, it's, it's maybe not his, his strength jumping around like that, and he was able to jump around with the best in the world. And then Adam managed his effort really well to come back, so um, still all to play for. It's always not finished. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's obviously a big stage today. Bastille Day, you know, Alpe d'Huez. Uh, Geraint's obviously got great memories there. What, what are you expecting today? Yeah, we've been watching it on the bus, getting them pumped. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw he tweeted about it too, it was great. Yeah, yeah, if they needed to be any more pumped. I mean, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? I'll do as the scenes, the cycling scenes, and it's iconic, so it's going to be a really cool day. And for our guys, we just got to concentrate, make sure we do all the basics really well, eating, drinking, cooling, and being switched on at the start already. Because as you said yesterday, um, Anything can happen at any time at the moment. Is it about trying to make up time on Jonas or just ride really smart and not try and lose yeah, time? Yeah, I think like quite simply we got to get to the finish line as, as quick as possible and use the, the, the riders around us. Uh, yesterday obviously was super strong, but, but you never know. Um, as I said before, you've got to do the basics really well. And if we keep doing that, refueling and fueling, keep asking the question, that, that's all we can do. Well, sounds like the team have fired up, mate. It should be a big day. <laughs> All right, cool. Cheers. Cheers. Chris Hamilton, what a day for the team. Roman Bardet now second on GC. You're having a fantastic tour yourself. How's the mood? It's pretty good. Yeah, excited for today. I mean, yeah, it's hard to think that, like, yesterday was such a crazy day already, and then today's, <laughs> I mean, on paper, it's been even harder. So, yeah, but teams, everyone's in good spirits and stuff, and it's, yeah, it's super motivating to see Roman doing so well. And so. Ba Bastille Day for a Frenchman, I mean, it, this is as big as it gets. Yeah, it's a bit of a fairy tale story. Help the wares, Bastille Day, Frenchman winning, who knows? And what, what's it like riding for Roman? What, what's his personality like? Yeah, he's good. He's pretty relaxed. Like, um, yeah, I think we've done a lot of races now together, so I sort of, yeah, we both just know what to do without having to talk, you know. Like, I know where he wants to ride and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, he, he's pretty relaxed. Like, I mean, yesterday, even at the the bottom of the Glivier, when that group went away, he's yeah, he wasn't too stressed, you know. It was just... He knew there was still a long way to go and stuff like that, so he just had to put a bit of pace on and uh, 
yeah, but no, he's, he's a really good guy and he's super appreciative every day of, you know, of everyone helping him out, so it's great. And it must give the team a lift when you've got a leader that is riding with aggression as well. I mean, he was aggressive, particularly on that final climb there, where you sort of think, well, hang on, anything can happen in this race. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, he's a proper bike racer, you know, he's uh, just, you know, yeah, it, 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 it's entertaining. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, I imagine it's entertaining to watch on TV. Oh, it's, mate, we're loving it. It's entertaining to be involved, uh, to see it on the in the race. So, and tactically, how do you think it's going to pan out today? It's hard to know. I mean, yeah, if I had to guess, I would say that um, Jumbo Visma will just ride a, a really solid pace up there uh, once we get to the steeper sections of the Glivier, and then you know, you can be if you can just like a hard enough pace that if you're good enough to be in the break you'll get there and then like they can monitor who's in the break and then never let it go too far and then when they know there's no threat or something in there they'll probably just let it go but that's what I think that's what I think they will do but yeah you you also never know it could just they could start attacking themselves anything can happen well good luck today mate have a good one thank you Michael Stora, uh, another big day at the tour. It was a great day for you guys. Uh, Kadu, uh, it was solid. Pull time on uh, Pogaccia, but uh, how, how are you feeling and, and how's the team today? I'm personally feeling quite tired, but I think everyone <laughs> in the races as well. Yeah, we also got a bit lucky yesterday that it came back together before the last climb. Um, yeah, and we, yeah, we did well there. Yeah, go a nice pace, and David didn't have to follow any attacks out in front. So, yeah, hopefully, he feels good today. How important is it when those attacks start going to remain calm and, and ride within your limits and, and ride at your own tempo? If you're struggling, it's very, very important because otherwise, uh, you, especially so early in the race, because yeah, I think I didn't see exactly what happened with Pogacar, but he was probably too active and didn't didn't stay calm enough and he paid a very big price for that uh, and obviously Bastille day today you're on a French team you've got a French GC leader How, how's the mood on the bus yeah pretty excited for today <laughs> yeah what are you expecting from the other teams in terms of tactics I'm not so sure because Jumbo Visma has such a strong team I think it's quite hard to actually do anything against them so it could just be a drag uh, race up the last climb and we spoke yesterday about the uh, on the head stem. Don't get dropped. Same again today? Yeah, same plan. <laughs> Good luck, mate. Thanks. Caleb Ewan, congratulations, mate. You got through yesterday. How are the legs feeling for today? Um, they, oh, they're not great, to be honest. Yesterday was pretty tough. Uh, day before was tough also. So I think, you know, if you can get through this one, then you, you can get through the tour. How do you tackle it as a sprinter? Do you just go climb by climb? Or do you have any sort of specific ways you get through stages like today? Well, I mean, ideally you make it into Gruppetto, which I haven't really successfully done the last two days. But uh, hopefully, you know, today starts straight uphill, so hopefully there's a big Gruppetto straight away. But it seems like everyone's really, like, holding on uh, as long as possible, which makes it harder for, for a big Gruppetto to, fill, to form. But, um, yeah, then my teammates just kind of stay with me. So, yeah. And how was Alan Davis's maths in the car? He was a bit stressed. Um, yeah, he was stressed, especially, you know, because we had the whole team with me. Um, so it wouldn't be an ideal if the whole team went out of time limit, but uh, yeah, I don't know, hopefully today, yeah, you know, if you can make it into a big group, then the whole team doesn't have to wait, you know, a few guys will wait with me, but uh, yeah, when I get dropped by myself, it's a bit, bit more panic. 
And obviously it's an iconic climb, Alpe d'Huez. There's going to be thousands of fans up there. Uh, how do you go as riders with that? Is it something you get excited about? Yeah, you know, I think like Alpe d'Huez is probably the most iconic climb for me. So I've never done it before. Never, never done it in training, never done it in the race. So... You know, I hope that I can get there with uh, with enough time that I can kind of go up there, not full gas, and, and enjoy the crowds and everything. But yeah, you know, today's going to be a super tough stage. So uh, let's see if I can make it into Gruppetto and then uh, hopefully, yeah, can enjoy the last climb. Well, I wish you all the best, mate. Cheers. Thanks. Uh, have you recovered from yesterday, and, and what's the plan of attack for today? Yeah, first after one hour of this, after the stage, I was thinking maybe I never recover from that. But actually, uh, yeah, then uh, I was with Ushka a little bit, uh, nice dinner, massage, really good sleep, actually. And uh, I'm really, really happy and uh, ready to fight. Good luck, mate. Thank you. Well, there's interviews before the start. We got the Pog, and if he's joining us live in the car, can you hear <laughs> Sort of. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, all good. All good. <laughs> Uh, it was obviously going to be a massive stage and it delivered in terms of crowd atmosphere. The Pog tried everything to gain some time on uh, his rivals, in particular Vinegard, but uh, just to no avail. Too strong. I loved your interview, mate. And when you said, what's, it, what's the plan for today? But which today did you mean? Oh, no, I've got to call him Poggy. <laughs> I'll, I'll use George's nickname, so... Yeah. Look, um, what a day. Yeah, we saw the, the Pog back in form and he was attacking, but I cannot see where he's going to gain one inch on uh, our mate Vingegaard uh, uh, <laughs> because uh, he's not letting him go anywhere. So to, to me, I you know, I can't see Vingegaard blowing. Uh, you can't see Pog blowing again either, but he did just the once, probably the first time in his life. And it's, uh, it will change things a lot. It takes me back to Eddie Merckx. Eddie Merckx cracked years back and uh, Arcania took nine minutes out of him. Arcania ended up falling in that tour and breaking his, his hip and Eddie ended up winning. But that was the first time Eddie actually had really blown up and I reckon it changed the way he raced after that. Yeah, um, and it was great to see. We've got a couple of live comments. Uh, the duathlon Dan says the Froome dog is back. Uh, it's great to see Froome in the in the break. Uh, obviously, Pitcock was too strong, but uh, you know he was one in the clock back for sure. Look, you know, let's take the the, the GC race out of it because uh, that was you know wonderful to watch. Uh, but that race from the front, look, Tom Pitcock. What a ride for a young bloke like that. The way he goes across that break, best descending I've ever seen, although mm. we nearly lost it on one corner. But, you know, it was sensational. Um, and to get across, Froomey went with him, wonderful to see. And then Pitcock was in charge. He, he deserved to win. He was the strongest. Um, and then to see Froomey, you know, really rise up and get third on one of the, you know, iconic stages, it's it, brilliant for him. So it just shows his love for the old, uh, the old Froome dog. So um, let's just you know, see what happens over, over the next few months. Well, I think we could see him uh, back in the, in the race at the top end by next year. So it was wonderful to see. And uh, uh, our mate, little South African, who got second, gee, you know, fantastic ride. We saw him to run across the line the other day um, when his bike broke down. And gee, he gave it a, gave it a nudge. Uh, Menchie's. It, it was really good. 
So great effort from those guys. Talking of GC race tactics, I caught up with Andy Schleck. I uh, wanted to ask him about what he thought of uh, Pogaccia and uh, his tactics, and he had some great insights, so here's Andy Schleck. Andy Schleck, uh, probably no better person to talk to about GC race tactics. Uh, what's your opinion so far on how today uh, Pogaccia has ridden the Tour de France? Uh, I think Pogaccia, he wastes a lot of energy where unnecessary energy. The sprints, you know, that always cost energy. And the Tour de France, you know, you go in with a certain amount of, 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 of power, let's say. And it's like a, like, a, like a game. You, you know, you have a bottle of water and you spill left and right too much. You know, you might leak in the end. And we saw it yesterday. Huh? He didn't need to attack uh, on uh, Galibier. He just needed to follow. And he attacked and he anticipated and he's playing a little bit left and right. So I think he paid all these uh, small efforts over the last week uh, off uh, in the final climb and, and, and lost. Yeah. Did he lose the tour? That's a big question. I don't think so. He'll be back tomorrow. He'll be back today. Uh, uh, very strong, I believe. We predict him as a stage winner today. Uh, and, you know, he's still, you know, he got charisma and uh, this won't be the end of him. Given that he's lost teammates as well and he's isolated, I mean, how important is it to race smart? But it, it all matters on him now. What does he want to do? He got one more one more chance. He needs to take some time back uh, and then we have to see how it goes into the time trial. Uh, it is really open, the tour. I think it's really open. Jumbo Visma, incredible strong team. One of the strongest team I've seen uh, uh, the last decade. Uh, they, they are all up there. They all can climb and, and, and with the Vogue van Aert who did, for me, yesterday, the man of the day. Uh, the way he wrote, the way what he did um, was the man of the day. So today need to be really, really smart and clever and, you know, not attacking 10 times, but attack once and, and get time out of the others because he still have this punch and power that he can can drop them technically in, in Altres today. I, I, I really do believe so, but uh, it needs to be all in his favor now, otherwise the tour is gone. I was going to say, how, how is he going to pull this time back? Obviously, we've got the time trial coming up. It might pull back a minute, but how do you pull back such a big clump of time? You've you got to attack. You've got to attack. I mean, uh, you need to be able to lose the tour in order to win it, and this is, should be his tactic now. Uh, there's a fair chance today, Hotakam. I'm not so sure because we also got high, how high in altitude and altitude above 2,000 meters watts per kilo. As a matter of fact, that he is quite a lot heavier than uh, Jonas Finnegar, so Jonas have an advantage in high altitude. But up to this is not that high, and I think uh, if nothing happens today, uh, it looks for me more in favor to Jonas Finnegar than to Tadej Bogasan. And a rider's insight on when you go into the red zone, are you able to recover the following day, or, or does it take a lot out of you? Well, I'm not 100% sure what happened yesterday. I think, yeah, he was he ran out of energy, and I do think he had like a little like a hunger flat, um, which is very good for the day after, huh? because everything you eat and you absorb and you drink after such a, a, a hunger flat, let's say, goes straight into your muscles and your body. Um, and yeah, it's possible that he's in a really good day today after yesterday's failure. Oh, well, it'll be fireworks for sure. Uh, we look forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think. Uh, I, we haven't talked about the Ineos. Garrett Thomas is as strong as yeah. I have seen him so far. He won on up to A's. It's his climb. Uh, the slopes are, you know, the steepness is just what he needs. Uh, I hope that he can, you know, still move to the front. But I want to see Ineos, you know, going out there. Uh, there was no one in breakaway yesterday from Ineos. Um, I hope they change tactic a little bit today because Lotare, the beginning, you know, is very favorable for uh, breakaway. They have backwinds. So it will be really fast and 
uh, and I would put Roglic, uh, not yeah, I would put Roglic in the breakaway as well, and then make a move on Telegraph with Jonas in order to gain more time and secure it until the hundred. Well, would you say Ineos have ridden a tactically very smart race to this point? Oh, they've been really defensive uh, till this point. We haven't seen anything from them. Um, they claim they would ride an aggressive tour, um, but right now they are more following the big guys uh, and not defending where they are right now, but not offensive. Um, G yesterday, good. Uh, he gained time back, but not enough. And uh, I think he will improve his shape over the next week. Some great insights there from uh, Andy Schleck, um, and particularly what he was saying about, you know, Pogacar, you know, wasting so much energy. We were talking about that yesterday, and I like his analogy of it's like a full bottle of water and you keep spilling water side to side, you're going to pay the price at some point. I can remember my dad saying to me when I was younger, it's like, it's like a bucket, you've got a bucket of sand with a hole in the bottom. How much pressure you put on the top of that bucket is how quick the sand runs out. So the yeah. more pressure you put on, the quicker the sand runs out. That was his analogy when I was a youngster. It's not far out either. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, I've got more pre-race interviews, uh, a couple of the Danish riders to talk about how big it is for Danish cycling. So stay tuned. Look at this bike. You think it's just a bike, right? But it's not. It's a bike. 374 people are looking at. This guy, this girl, them, all looking at it. People from here, there, and wherever this is. People that are looking for a bike. Or just a piece of it. Amateurs. Semi-amateurs. And pro-amateurs. This guy wants this bike, but with this crank. And these bars. This could be the perfect match. But not this one. This girl has a bike to sell, and thousands of people might purchase it. Eyes on Bikes help grow small businesses. His, hers, yours, and the latest data and insights help those businesses keep moving. We are the world's number one bike marketplace, with over 500,000 products and 900 brands, where buyers and sellers are brought together in a place where a bike is never just a bike. Bike Exchange, where the world buys, sells, learns, and rides. Thanks again to Bike Exchange. If you need anything bike-related, as we always say, go to bikeexchange.com.au, mountain bike, road bike, any accessories, and they've got a sale on e-bikes at the moment, so get across and check it out, and they've been a great support of the show, so we want to continue to say thanks for everything they've been doing for the detour. Samantha Ince has a live comment. She says, new favourite Tom Pidcock. What, what an awesome display of downhill brilliance. My mouth is still open and the free ranger backs that up as well. He says, Pidcock's descending skills. Next level. Andy Matthews, thanks for the support, mate. He says, hi, guys. Love that Dan is still getting all the important interviews every day. Keep up the great work. And Therese says, great interviews, Dan. Appreciate the support. Um, here's a combination i want to speak to a few of the danish guys we went through this with cadell evans obviously when he won the tour in 2011 how big it was for australian cycling so i thought i'd catch up with uh Bangnes and chris Jul jensen and just get a sense of you know the pride uh having a danish rider in the yellow jersey how long do we have half an hour yeah we got about half an hour oh, good man hey how are you traveling mate pretty good yeah i'm uh, enjoying myself obviously uh 
it's been a big day for Danish or last big big couple of days, last two days for Danish cycling with uh, Maggie. Unfortunately, though, pipping Schulze on the line, I think I would have. Uh, I think I can be honest and say I would have preferred to have seen Nick Nick win that stage. But regardless, then it was an impressive ride by Nick. Um, and then yesterday with Jonas Vingegaard winning and uh, taking the yellow jersey is quite special. But for us, it's it's about getting through the last the next couple of mountain stages and then uh, focusing on what we can do with with Bling and uh, and Nick uh, the next couple of days. I was going to say Maggie's had his turn. Jonas has had his, had his turn. I yeah, when's my the turn? Joker is due, mate. It, I, I, that's what I've been saying the last 11 years of my career. <laughs> Um, so hopefully, I have you know what do I have? Ten, twelve stages? Ten stages left? Plenty. Plenty. I mean, I'm just waiting. But I, I, I didn't even want to go on the break yesterday. No, fair enough. Save your bullets. Yeah. Uh, but on I a serious note, we, we've seen how big it was when Cadell Evans won the Tour de France in 2011. How big is this for Danish cycling uh, to have you know Jonas in the leader's jersey and looking very very strong and, and is the favourite now to win it? Oh, it's, it's it's huge. I mean, it only sort of amplifies the whole atmosphere that we started off with in Copenhagen, but you know. We've seen in the last couple of years the, the the amount of Danish talent that's come up through through professional cycling, and uh, Jonas he obviously proved himself last year with the second place. And uh, I mean, if you were to go on, just the fact that he has the yellow jersey, he's won a Queen stage of the Tour, is is huge also just for modern cycling. A young rider, um, and if you were to go on and win in Paris, I mean, I I, I can't imagine what, what that'll mean for for cycling in general. It'll be mega, mega. Well, it might help your contract as well because they go, oh, he's a Danish cyclist, he's a hitter. Might be able to put a few zeros on it. <laughs> I, I don't need, I know what he's going to help me with that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, all the attention that it can uh, it can draw towards myself, I mean, I'll, I'll have it. <laughs> Why not, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good luck today. Hide right, out and thanks, then we man. expect big things on the weekend. Yeah, big man. Magnus Court, geez, what a tour for Danish cycling, mate. They must be up and about with Jonas in the leader's jersey and, and looking like he's probably going to go close to winning it. Yeah, no, it, it is crazy. It's not often uh, that we have had Danish riders in, in, in the yellow and especially not like uh, with a good shot at, at winning. So it's, it is huge. And uh, yeah, Tour de France in Denmark is already a big thing. And then being in, in yellow, that's, uh, that's really, uh, yeah, I'm sure the, the whole country is... This, yeah, I've been bouncing around right now. We spoke to Chris Yul Jensen before. He's feeling a bit left out. Do you feel a bit sorry for the Joker? Do you reckon he'll come good on the weekend? Try something? Yeah, there's still many days left now and uh, a lot of uh, opportunities uh, also also for him. Uh, yeah. And today's stage looks like a good one for Michael Woods or Rigoberto Aran to try something in the break and, and do something in the final, you think? Yeah, it could be. We see what, what happens, but, but we... Uh, could be from the break, but Abjus is also such a big mountain that maybe one of the, the GC guys uh, wants to have a, a crack at it. Now we've seen you wind the crowds up when you've taken points for the KOM. What about Alp de Wes? You going to get him going? Uh, I think I had enough uh, trouble just uh, finishing uh, <laughs> yesterday, so that'll be my uh, my main focus uh, today again. Just getting getting safely through the stage. And good hotel last night, mate. Oh uh, no, it was yesterday was terrible actually. I, I myself was really tired also, and uh, yeah, no, it was just too warm and uh, no internet. So yeah. Well, you do for a good one then. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope they they have something on on Abdias as better. All right, mate. Best luck today. Thank you. Magnus Court.
Uh, obviously disappointed with the uh, hotel and the Wi-Fi. It looks like you've got a few Wi-Fi issues at the moment. If you start to scramble. Yeah. Yes, I have. But uh, I don't think Magnus had a good hotel yet, has he? No, it doesn't sound like it. Uh, it doesn't sound like it at all. Uh, let's have a look at the um, stage 13 what, profile. Well, you can hear me. Now, we, might, we, might, we might get cut off. Yeah, I don't talk about today. Because right, I reckon uh, this is a really good day for Bling. I reckon Michael Matthews, um, yeah, good day for Michael. Nick Schultz as well. Uh, but all those types of riders, of course, uh, your mate, the, uh, the Russian German, um, he'll, he'll be in for the big chance today. Yep. Yeah, uh, and it might it might play into Michael's cards if you can if the if a breakaway goes or it'll probably all come together anyway. But um, you'll have uh, Pogacar staying with the GC guys and uh, Wolf Van Aert will be protecting his leader as well. Yeah, you know, he'll probably still be able to go for the stage, but they'll definitely have other focuses. So Blink can just hone in on the stage. So we'll try and catch up with Whitey uh, and a few of the uh, bike exchange guys before the start. Uh, Free Ranger says. Good to see Danish Cycling back on high after the sour note left by Rasmussen, the chicken. Uh, Jan Boardman picking up G's Gillard at the start this morning from the Beef Eaters. My relay league is about to take it to mend. So they're doing a relay with his uh, Gillard, I think. Uh, and Samantha asks, how's George going? We'll check in with him this morning because uh, I'll ask him, one, how he's going and then if he's got any messages for Froome, if we can pass them on. Uh, looks like your internet... Uh, is a bit average iffy. So the pick for today is obviously Michael Matthews. Uh, it should come together there for the final. There's a cat three. You know, we're, we're looking about 40K from the finish. It still is very hot. I think they're expecting about 35 degrees uh, along the race route at the moment. So uh, riders will have to stay hydrated. If his internet's just dropped out. <laughs> so we want to say thanks for tuning in. YouTube.com forward slash Detour Podcast. Uh, like, share, subscribe, tell all your mates. We'll be back again tomorrow with uh, more coverage of the tour. See you then, guys.